G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 175 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions you like submitted on the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, fill in the info and I get the questions. So I do need to throw a big apology here. For, um, today's question comes from Marcus, I, I coach Marcus, and he sent this question the 20th of April, and it's kind of got lost in the shuffle, so I do apologise. I, I half answered it via email, but I told him I'll go into more more information on this when uh, on the show, and I've just, just lost it, so I do apologise. So... The question, and this one, one of my favourite questions too, um, and I'll explain why. So I, I've read, I've heard your references on nasal breathing in multiple podcasts over the last week of me listening. Thanks for listening. Would you explain the benefits of nasal breathing and the data and research you have? So, uh, going back, I want to say over definitely over a year ago. I want to say eighteen months, so thereabouts. I came across a book called The Oxygen Advantage called from Patrick um, something. I do apologize. Um, and that changed a lot in my world. That changed so, so much on how I look at everyday life, how I look at training, how I look at sports performance. And I dived real deep. I started reading as much as humanly possible on on oxygen and how it can help sports performance, um, how it can help in everyday life. Uh, it's it's crazy how much uh, you know. When we look at oxygen, we just think of oh, I've got to do some altitude training in the lead up to this race. Yeah, get up high. Yeah, get some get some red blood cells, and and that's as good as we go. And then the people that can't get up high, for instance, they just go, oh yeah, I don't see much advantage of that. Yeah, if you don't time your uh, coming back down to sea level right, you you blow your race. So, and and that's kind of been the debate. That's kind of all you really hear, and we just move on saying, so what intervals are you doing? And then you you know what. Uh, what are you lifting at the gym? You know, we're all worried about other things, and all of a sudden, this book comes along, The Oxygen Advantage, that can take big chunks into your sports performance, and it has very little impact to do with your body. What I mean by that, I mean you're not needing to go out for extra swims. You're not needing to go out for extra runs, extra rides. You're not needing to jump into the into the gym an extra three times a week or whatever, you do exactly what you're doing. You add this oxygen program into your everyday life and all of a sudden your performance increases. It, it, it's You start becoming more efficient. Now, I'll go a little bit more into this in a minute, but um, it really did change. Now, I'll, um, I don't want to jump too ahead of myself. So I it's basically a 250-something page book and... I came hooked on it. There's another half a dozen really good books out there, but this one takes the cake. It's the best. And um, out of all sport, out of all performance books that I've read, um, this is by far the best. I've I've it's changed changed the way I looked at everything. So um, 
So there's a few things to it. Now, for the people that go, oh, God, I'm not going to read 250-page books. The last time I read read a book was a Mr. Man book to my child, you know, a couple of years ago, and even that was a struggle. So good news. I've actually wrote, going, shortly after I read this, I wrote a blog condensing this book down to just one blog. So I th- I'm guessing it's maybe 500 words or thereabouts. So if 250-page book isn't what you're got got in mind just jump on through to trainsmove.com up on top you'll see resources click on resources go all the way down to you see the word oxygen program or yeah oxygen program and it will have the basis of it so there's really four parts to creating an oxygen program now keeping now i'm just i've actually got the blog up in front of me here now i wrote it on the 11th of january 2017 so it's been over 18 months since I've really got into this and I've stayed very, very consistent with it myself. I've got one, I gave it to all my athletes that I coach that just get into. I only know of one that actually took it serious and um, the rest, it, it, it has that mental um, toughness to it. You know, it's mentally, mentally, um, taxing but so worth it and once you get into a routine um these things you do become hard but it's almost an addiction an addictive feeling so i'll come into it in in a second um sorry i'm already five minutes almost six minutes into this podcast this could be a longer podcast sorry because it is my favorite subject i i got this um private transmove group on facebook for the athletes that I coach and past coached, and I, I hammered them hard at this time with blog post after blog post just for them, and I think they got numb to it. <laughs> um, so the main areas is a, a body oxygen level test, nasal breathing. Um, there's another part: breathe light to breathe light to breathe right, and a strategic breath holding. That's my favourite bits. So. For for um, there's many benefits to it, and I list a heap of them. Um, improve anaerobic and aerobic engine supply system that allows greater endurance, strength, blah 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 blah. Basically, to to I'm going to reduce all this. You know, it's faster VO2, Kindle allowing. Blah, blah. It's basically all this. I've listed a heap of um, things here in front of me, and I won't read them because you don't want me to read to you. The whole thing with this is a, a better delivery for oxygen to travel via your blood cells to your working muscles and organs. Hence, you're able to go harder and faster with with less fatigue. You're able to recover faster. It's just... And you're able to breathe less. So... Start off the way the the basis of it is um, for the first two weeks you want to do it every single day and then from there on in two maybe three times a week there on up or maybe twice a week there on after and maybe in the lead up to a big race chuck it in three to four times a week and so each day you only use it only takes ten or so minutes to uh, an investment so you just want to especially at first you want to just sit down. Breathe through your nose. This is called the uh, BOLT, for instance. That's the body oxygen level test. So you breathe through your nose, breathe out through your nose normally. You pinch your nose, you just hold on until you get the urge to breathe. 
You take that, t- unpinch your nose and start breathing normal. And you just want to breathe normal. You don't want to go, <laughs> you don't want to do anything like that. You just want to breathe normal. Do, do that about 10 times every day for about 10 uh, in a row. So maybe once every minute. Yeah. Before you go, can go to the next, before you start taking it to the next level. Now, I really need to up, do a second blog to this because there are levels to it. But before, at first, you may only be able to hold this for 10 seconds. Maybe sometimes, and if you're very unfit and you put put significant weight on, for instance, you may only be able to hold it for a few seconds. That's fine. This will improve. Um, but most people, at first, you, know, you get a very elite athletes doing this, and all they can hold is about fifteen seconds at first. You want to aim for at least forty seconds to be able to hold, and that will come within a month or, or two weeks, or even it's. Um, it came real quick to me. I think my first one was like nine seconds the, the first day. And then within two weeks, I was pretty close to 40 seconds holding. So, And then instantly, you'll start seeing an improvement just from those two weeks in swimming. You'll see a lot of people see massive improvements in swimming. For me, I instantly, it was, it was the most incredible thing. I instantly took 10 seconds per 100 meters off my time. Just think about that. You think about people doing 20K swim weeks. God, I'm highly jealous of them. But mate, these people doing 20K swim weeks just to be able to try and take one to two seconds per 100 meters off. In two weeks, I was able to take 10 seconds off my 100 meter time by simply just pinching my nose, sitting down at work for 10 minutes a day for two weeks. That's all it was. There was no extra taxing on the body. Um, so, so, and if you're, um, so I'm a bit, I was just about to jump in ahead of myself. So, um, also doing these um, nasal pinches. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, so, we'll talk about nasal breathing. So, nasal breathing, um, which is the main uh, part of your question. Um, so, nasal nasal breathing does many things it filters the oxygen it regulates the oxygen that's coming into the body a lot of people breathe through their mouths awake and asleep um, and they're just getting way too much oxygen than what they need and especially you get these um, unfitter people they're just sitting I see them at the pool all the time they're trying to lose weight they go <gasps> that's horrible they're getting way too much oxygen and you fit and I just I don't know why I don't do it because I should be saying, "Look, here's my website. Read, you know, read this thing. You need to start starving your body a little bit of oxygen, and you'll start breathing through your nose." At first, I found this really hard, just breathing through my nose because I was breathing through my mouth as well, um, awake and asleep, and and you know, it can help with snoring too, apparently. Um, so at first, what I would do. Is it, I'd know. I'd know. There's a, this big part of my life would be, you know, for the next hour. I have. I know I'm not going to be doing much talking. I'll be at work at night shift, so I knew for you know for three hours I'm probably not going to see anyone. So I'd actually put sticky tape across my mouth to stop me um, opening it, and that worked. And I'd go to bed with sticky tape on my over my lips to to, to keep myself sleeping with my mouth. And you know, I'm not talking about getting that cloth cloth tape that's you know really going to seal the deal and hope you don't get a blocked nose i was only using that um the scotch tape or whatever it's called it's real real thin cheap stuff and so if needed my mouth can just break open at any time 
Um, so I, I did that as well, and that, that worked a treat. Um, just so I, I'm trying to trying to make sure I don't skip ahead. I'm trying to make sure I don't forget too much here. Um, so I found that very beneficial. Um, so you get these people that are breathing too much and breathing through, start breathing through your nose. I also find, and and this is there's tons of research in this book about it that. In between intervals, you start breathing through your nose. Um, you're able to recover quicker for in between intervals. This is including swimming. You get to the end of the pool. What do you want to do? You want to go, oh, oh, oh. you start breathing, going, God. You start breathing through your nose. Your, your body's getting less oxygen because it doesn't need all that oxygen. That You're getting way too much in. So, And all of a sudden, it becomes efficient to what you're giving it. Um, and then during training, um, try and do your best to train as much as humanly possible with your mouth shut. That's going to be hard, especially when you start pushing the pace. You're going to have to start breathing through your mouth. But all of a sudden, you feel like you've got a bit of a turbo boost. You think, God, where did this come from? Especially when you're going uphill. Um, I also found just doing those oxygen, um, the, the, um, the nasal breath holds, and nasal breathing, I found in just in the first two weeks. Now I haven't gone past two weeks here yet. I found in those two first two weeks, I was you know I said about my swim, but I also found that I was not needing to breathe anywhere near as much running uphill. And because I would you know I found that I was running with my running group um, on Sunday morning, the stupid our clockers running up this um, hill with them and. I'm able to have a conversation still, talking with people around me. Generally, I get spat out the back. I still kind of get spat out the back on hills, but um, but there's no way I could talk. I'd be, you know, I was looking like a retarded lizard trying to get up a hill. Um, but all of a sudden, I started being able to talk. Yeah, complaining, but yeah, I was able to talk. Um, so, and then in the bike, I found um, just everyday cycling, it wasn't, Massive until I had to get out of the saddle and I was climbing up hard and all of a sudden I started breathing through the mouth again and I thought, whoa, yeah, all of a sudden I've started getting all these extra PBs in, in on Strava and I think, crikey, where did that come from? So I highly recommend recommend just those just doing those two things. Now you've got these other things with breathe breathe right breathe light breathe right where. You, you're putting your hand over your tummy and one over your back and you're just taking very small breaths with the aim not to move your belly that much. Now, when and I'm not talking about you trying to breathe up through your lung, like trying to breathe up through your chest. You've got to stomach breathe. That's the more efficient way. But you're just trying to teach your body to breathe, um, do more with less oxygen. So it's, it's such a... Um, a massive thing so i did that for two weeks and then from there i started adding it into my training now you'll see on one of my vlogs on youtube two days ago i think it was i was on the i was riding zwift and i was doing four minutes efforts um at two 250 watts and during each four minute efforts and i was doing six efforts during this ride i would pinch my nose and i'd ride and then i'd unpinch it once I was starving for oxygen and then you take these like little sips of air so you're really trying to starve your body this is um 
altitude simulation. That's what it's what it's called. So what you're trying to do is you get trying to get your red blood cell. Your spleen carries um, an extra supply of red blood cells for that just in case moment, and you're trying to tap into that and trying to get your spleen to release more red blood cells so you can carry get more oxygen to your working muscle and organs and um so that so i do that in some warm-ups and then i do that as part of my main sets in especially in the lead up to um a race so with swimming you can do it like uh for instance you can do 200 meters with 50 meters breathing every three stroke 50 meters breathing every five stroke 50 meters breathing every seven strokes 50 meters breathing every three strokes or and you can play around with that so that that's just a quick stock standard easy example to just starve your body of a little bit of oxygen um with with bike now with bike when you're doing it on the bike and when you're doing it on the running you black out often so don't be afraid of that it it becomes an addictive feeling you because you're only blacking out for one second um, your body, you still have full function in your body. You just lose eyesight for for that half a, half a second to a second. Um, so best safe to do it on the wind trainer, on the indoor cycle trainer. Pedal, pinch, starve yourself of oxygen, and then release. On the run, generally, I, do, I I generally wait for closer to my cool down, and then I'll start playing around with that into my cool down. Sometimes my warm up as well. Um, but what you will notice when you do it is as well you get you get your eyesight back no it doesn't happen every time but it it sounds scary but it's really really good um you get your eyesight back but all of a sudden you get this world of pain um coming through all your muscles like you've just finished climbing a mountain or something and that only lasts for a second and you think whoa oxygen did that lack of oxygen it's the craziest thing so i do highly recommend uh, this is probably my longest um q and a podcast here 18 minutes crikey but it, i'm very passionate about this it's it doesn't need to tax your body you're like you a normal swim bike run would or a gym session would this is you do this in your downtime you're not you know your body can still recover be in recovery mode you can be at work i do it in i do it at work i do it at home i do it whenever i can a minimum of twice a week if i can i'll do more now with the and also with the running one um i'll make this my last point and i'll get off so i don't want to bore you all to tears here but on the running um you you can doesn't need to be an extra running session but just going at the front of your house for instance running up and down the road you pinch your nose run for um until you need that air walk back do it again just repeat 10 15 times oh that's not that's not going to be t- too taxing on the body and all of a sudden you've got a whole lot of benefits coming in from from that so i do highly recommend that um sorry for making this super ridiculously long um but if if you don't do another thing except for either read this blog or better yet read the book because there's so much more information in this book and i really need to do a part two to this blog because there's so much more because this is only phase one into that i've written for this for this blog so there is phase two phase three and it gets bigger and better and the advantages become greater for instance and so if you're not if you if you're not doing any of this you're you're taking time you're adding time onto your race it doesn't need to be you know there's a big hamburger and chips at that finishing line that could be eaten way quicker than what it is 
So, if you guys have any other questions you'd like me to bore you to tears with, send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Till tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, hooroo.